Yo, it's the Stupidly Small Podcast, Friday, April 10, 2015. Good morning, or daytime, whatever it is. I'm Stuart. Hello, Lauren. Good morning, or daytime, as they say in the classics. <laughs> well, they say it everywhere I go. Lauren, they're still parked outside my house. I'm not going to mention it. Oh, but you just you just mentioned it. Mm. How's the Stanley knife? Where is the no, Stanley knife in your house? This morning's fantasy was uh, sugar in the petrol cap. Mm. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, we, we continue on because, you know, life isn't just made up of annoyances. It's a whole gamut of annoying things. Good morning to first-time listeners who have no idea what you're talking about. Stuart's a psychopath, uh, but we're moving on. So um, it's true. And also this morning we both saw in the sky... Crashing balloons. Balloons. Mm. Hot air balloons flying. Uh, you could probably have shaken hands if you went and stood on a roof. You could... Just give them a high five as they pass. Don't like balloon people. They were pretty either. low, weren't they? Well, what do balloon people want? You know? <laughs> they want it's, a view of the city and they want to... Go to Eureka Tower. Yeah, but I guess it would be cool because you'd be able to see, play, you know, like back streets. You'd see like... It'd be kind That's of... That's what it is. It's perving for rich people. It is. It's perving yeah. for rich people. No doubt. Or pretty, someone on their sixties. I think we bought my dad a flight, but at least we, we sent him across the Yarra Valley. Right, I see. Okay. See, that's lovely views, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I think the, the hot air balloon, uh, we may have discussed this one before, would be my least preferred method of air travel. Oh, no, no, the no, helicopter. helicopter's yeah. got to be. <laughs> you bear actually in mind, I haven't been. <clears throat> had an existential me. breakdown in a helicopter at one stage, did no. you not? Oh, yes, across yes. the Grand Canyon, above the Grand Canyon. Where <laughs> nothing like... was allowed to fly except us, apparently. And uh, <gasps> that... those Nevada winds really rocked the uh, vessel. Uh, that is, that is, or that is Arizona. Where, where is I think it might, might be in the border of Arizona, actually, wouldn't it? Somewhere over there, isn't it? Grand Canyon, Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's been happening in Lauren Clark's uh, little planetary Somebody orb? told me at work yesterday. Mm. This is by the by. But somebody said to me at work. By the by. She said... I don't think I've ever bought a pen in my life. Was she a public servant? No, no, but she's been, what's she been? She's been a student and she's been a, yeah, she works in uh, offices and blah, blah, blah. She says, I don't think I've ever been to the shops and bought a biro. <laughs> well, that's pretty um, disgusting. Before. And she said, I don't think I've meant to do it, but she said, I cleaned out my handbag and you see this and she gestured over and there was a cup Bursting full of like all sorts of different pens. She said, I got all of them out of there. I don't think I took she them. She pinches pens. From here, I don't think I took them from. I just, I, you know, used one in a cafe and a, kept it or I used one. It's annoying. It's a form of tight artery. No, I don't think it is with her. I think it's just a kind of a Thief. form of absent-mindedness. But it did make me think there are things that you have in your house or life and you've never bought them, but you've always got them. Mm. Like glasses cleaners. I've never seen a glasses cleaner. You know, like spectacles. A microfiber. To, yeah. Well, they come free when you buy your never sunnies bought, or specs. Never bought any of those. Have, you, know, like they eight, they, you don't realise they just slink in in the case. Eight trillion of them. Yeah. I don't even have spectacles. Um, plus, you, because this is the, you'd also get them with all your Apple devices. This is the home that Apple built here. And, uh, oh, get over yourself oh, rapidly. Oh, I know someone in this household that's queuing up for an Apple Watch. She's so not let's, queuing let's, up for Listen. 501, I believe, a it happy, gets released. 
so didn't I? Happy birthday to our technical producer, yes. by the way. Happy birthday, Steve. Uh, but yes, uh, what were we talking about before you were bagging me about Apple products? No, you just get microfiber cloths or those little cloths that's with it. everything. You, don't, you even get no, them with Apple these it. days. You never, ever, ever buy anything like that. What about uh, no, matches and cigarette lighters? Lighters are the same. Look, lighters are just the, the pen version for bar people. See, yeah. like if you're yeah, a public yeah. servant, you're pinching pens. If you frequent pubs and bars, you've probably got – I've got like two massive jars of lighters. See, you pinch your tight ass, etc. No, no, I was a smoker. I was probably buying them. Right. But then they, they, they come into your possession. Yeah, but they're all branded with like – all the mm. things that I've got are like given away and so I don't what know. What do you mean? Well, like the matches are – Came with a something, and I don't know. They've all got. Well, brand- you don't get the matchbook company. Remember, like you go to an old person's yeah. house and go to their garage, and they'll have a jar of beautiful yeah, yeah, restaurant yeah. matchbooks, or yeah. the ones where you've got the, the your parents or whoever the old, the grandparents sitting there. They take a photo, then put on the matchbook. What? And you know, happy fortieth, Bobby. You're kidding? Yeah, haven't you seen those? They're fantastic. So that I mean, those sort of services I don't think are offered anymore. In fact, that's what I should do for the workers' kitchen: do matches. That's a good idea. Jar of matches, because everyone smokes. No, they don't. Well, young people do. No, they don't. They do. Everyone, not every single person. This is so wrong. That is the wrongest thing that you've so far said in life. I sit at a pub. I see every single person. You sit in a pub. Go out the back, smoke. I'm saying people that frequent pubs smoke. People that frequent your pub, maybe. Oh, okay, so this is just like the smokiest well, just, pub in no, smoke No, I'm just saying that there you can't just go young people smoke. Every, everybody who's there's young is smoking. There's a period in, it seems to be in, in young people's lives where they think they're quite bulletproof and, they, oh and they're God. desperate to be cool. We need a young people count on the number of times you say young people. I, but, I heard somebody on radio this morning talking about um, educating, he was American, talking mm. about educating people about ice. Crystal meth in the states, mm. and he said, "And what what tends to work with the youngsters?" <laughs> yeah, and well, I thought you youngsters to, is how almost I better. People that are eighteen to twenty-two, then perhaps stop obsessing about them and how they're doing everything wrong. No, no, I'm not. I'm giving you an example of that particular demographic that they think you know they're bulletproof. They're still trying to find an identity. So they, you, they want to impress people. Age. They're trying to develop. No, I'm, I see them every day. No, I'm saying, but I'm saying you were the same. Uh, I didn't smoke until a little bit later, actually. Uh, I, in fact, started smoking to show my girlfriend at the time. Oh, gross. I said to her, you know, I hate the fact that you're smoking. I hate it. You know what? I've got bad lungs. I'm going to start smoking. You'll see what it does to me. And then you'll stop. Oh my god. Before I that knew it, I was cruising up Plenty Road in the Cortina with a packet of Peter Jackson's as I delivered the pizzas. And you know, the rest is history. It took another what, fifteen years to get off them. You uh that is that is like oh, that is like <laughs> so Stuart Farrell. What do you that, mean? Just that approach to an argument. <laughs> Like, it's creative, I'll give you that. Well, I, I cared. I was prepared to put my, uh, put myself in peril. Oh, you certainly were. Lovely uh, friend of mine at the time. Anyway. What? So, so no, no, what no, I'm saying is so these people story. are trying to find. <laughs> it is. Why? That's because that's crazy. What, they had a Cortina? Yeah. Well, I smoked Peter Jackson's. Obviously. Peter are you Jackson's. saying you weren't in your 20s when that happened? I would have been maybe 20. Well, so that's young okay. people. Uh, yes, all right. That's the yeah. youngsters. Yeah, but I wasn't doing it to be cool. I was anti-smoke. Uh, I, I grew up, no. 
Yeah. Listen, I grew up with a father that was a smoker, right? We lived in a very small house. You couldn't go to the dunny without it. Uh, like It's like he's having a compression session in there. Oh. And at night, <laughs> you know, you'd hear the TV blaring. Yeah. And he'd sit there with the ashtray next to him on the couch yeah. and smoke. Yeah. And the, it would waft up through this little house into yeah. the bedrooms. We'd be going, oh, man, it stinks. Yeah. And we'd go, can you please not smoke? And he'd go, no, I don't think so. So smoke. So I was, in fact, anti-smoking. And I did have an asthmatic type of um, lung relationship. So <laughs> for so me to smoke. how come you kept going? Because you well, got it's, addicted. It's, it's, it's addictive. Yeah. You know, you, there's no other reason you'd smoke other than be, you're addicted. I mean, some people I've really never, love it. I've, I've got friends that love it and will never give it up. I've never had a cigarette. That's good. And for a time, hmm. used to dream about, I'd, I'd wake up from a dream where I'd been smoking. Like I had smoke, sort of smoking anxiety dreams. Why didn't you? Because I was like, why am I doing this? Oh, no, I'm undoing all this. Oh, uh, you okay. know, like. I just, yeah, so now, now you're not the person that's never had a smoke. I don't know, something like that. Mm. No, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't so much that. It was more that, oh, I know this is something I've completely avoided doing my whole life. Like, I think I was a bit like you. I was just like, gross, why would anyone do that? And sort of fervently stayed in that corner. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was smoking. I, I'd had the smoke in grade four at primary school. Oh, Anthony Amendoli, I said, come with me. And we went behind the school. Yeah, it's a classic, you know, schoolboy tale. <laughs> Took a couple of puffs. Alpines they were, so they were, oh. they were those mint, what do you call them? Um, menthol. menthol. Oh. I don't think, I'd I don't even. quite sure I didn't inhale. I thought, what the hell is this? And I'm out of here. Yeah. But he also had a beautiful apple that had gone um, weird over the course of the day. Had gone brown and Fermented. weird. Fermented. Yeah. It was probably quite alcoholic. No, no, but it was. It tasted so nice. It was. I think it might be the sweetest, nicest piece of apple I've ever had in my whole life. Behind the shelter sheds with Anthony. Anthony Amendolia. No, no, no. We, we, didn't, we didn't have the apple behind the shelter sheds. That was, we were in the open when it came to our apple sharing. <laughs> but the, what? So on a different occasion, you remember this kid having an amazing apple. Yeah, I had a slice of it, and I thought that is just phenomenal. <laughs> you have an interest. Sometimes we go down these paths, mm. and I don't know where we're going and why we're there. But you know, you, you didn't smoke. We used to smoke bark off trees out the backyard. No. Oh, it's disgusting. I, I don't know how we thought it was cigarettes. Seriously, there was like a tree, and we just pulled bark off it and <laughs> set it alight. <laughs> but these, these are rites See, of passage. But no, they're not anymore, and neither should they be. And it don't is... worry, me saying that I used to smoke bark of a tree isn't going to get one no, kid I, that's listening I to go and smoke bark of a not. tree. It was, I'm just saying these are things you did before we were educated how poor it was for you. Yeah. That, you know, we just did it. That's the thing too, isn't it, that the – I think it's in, apparently it is extraordinary how the education program of stopping people smoking has worked. Mm. Like how people – it has dropped off. Like people do not smoke like they used dropped to. Dropped off is a very interesting way to describe it too. <laughs> anyway. And the, dropped- and the price of them is fairly prohibitive. You're looking yeah. at $20 something dollars a packet of cigarette now. Yeah, right. You know, I used to buy them at $4, $3. Did you? Yeah, they were under the counter Chinese ones. You're an old so man. So they'll, oh no, that, so like you, the strongest you used to be able to get was like a 16, was Winnie Reds from memory. I don't memory. know what any of this means. Right, Winfield Reds or Marlboros, right? Right. Uh, and I think these were about 32. So they came out of China unlicensed. Oh. Like, and you'd say, can I have a pack of the special cigarettes? And they go, pack of the Stivos. Oh. No label, no like warnings or anything. And they, they had a distinctive taste. Oh. But they also had a distinctive price. Oh. It's all right, what? It was just different tobacco. 
Oh. <laughs> so, well, you're saying about your friend who steals pens? <laughs> Stupid. Stu, yep. we've been hearing occasionally from our bureau chiefs, and we must uh, again pay tribute to them. Um, they do a lot of good, important field work. Yes. One of them, the uh, bureau chief for Heidelberg, mm-hmm. um, in Germany. <laughs> I suspect not, but nevertheless, it could be. Uh, it wonders, has Stu been working on the sly at an op shop in... Wow. Oh, there's a pile of the books just fell on me. I'm Hello. so sorry about that. Right, well, uh, you'll get the... It really did. <laughs> physio bill in a mail has just hit me on my bung leg. Oh, I'm so sorry. There's Proof a giant... that we t- do not edit this podcast. <laughs> Again, whether Lauren's sneezing or books are falling on me. A giant teetering pile of books. You know, we should do books. this in my house. You should be guaranteed a giant teetering pile of books will never fall on you. <laughs> uh, um, cigarette lighters, on the other hand. Oh, and empty bottles. <laughs> and what what other cliche can we have? And a pile you of just, Playboys. You no, know, like, you what else? You just told me that you had buckets of cigarette lighters in your house. We keep them for the young people to find. Listen to you with your Playboy example. Goodness me. Talk about you tell me I sometimes. I have them all for the articles. You... But I actually do have them for the articles. Oh, gross. Anyway, no, don't be, don't. It's just don't. It, it's, it's really just off-putting. Don't. I don't have Playboys. I know you don't. That's and why I I'm do saying have stop books. saying that because it, people will believe your ridiculous version of yourself. Now, listen, <laughs> has Stu, asks the Bureau Chief for Heidelberg, yeah. been working on the sly at an op shop in Coleraine? Mm. And then there I've is a f- fantastic photograph uh, of a sign, obviously above um, a sort of rack of jeans mm-hmm. that says "Young People Jeans." Yes, well, that <laughs> took me all afternoon to make that sign. Look, there's two there's two uh, things that I can I can dismiss this. Yes, right, because you work for an op shop, right? It's in country Victoria. It's too far away, and in, in op shop, it's volunteer, right? Okay. Now, I already have one volunteer position. That's at the workers' kitchen in Fitzroy. <laughs> I can't afford to have two jobs that don't pay me anything. Okay. And secondly, yes. I wouldn't have used that colourway with the, the Texas. I, li- I like the sign and the way that she's thinking or yeah. they're thinking there. Yeah. Young people's jeans, it's a good descriptor. Young people's jeans. And there must be another rack of... What, what constitutes young people's jeans and how young are the people? I like, think... Like, is it youngies? The youngies. So teenagers through to 35, I'd 45? Say, no, no, I'd say 35. 50? Stop trying to bump the age of young people. No, I'd say 30. Okay. Because um, that is, you know, if, if you're – young people jeans probably means fashionable jeans, you know, jeans with rips in them, jeans with <laughs> jeans, I, jeans, listen, the, no, 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 listen. Jeans with rips in them are quite the uh, – I'm not saying that. Same. I'm saying that's what old people think. You know that's right. They say, I just want a normal pair of pants. I don't want any of these ridiculous... High on the waist, flared at the foot, (laughs) and a very stiff... I think uh, think now we've offended both young people and old people. Well, we're in the middle. And a very (laughs) stiff... uh, What do you call those things down the front? Seam. Seam. Yes. You know, that could possibly be worse than the uh, stood on jeans, (laughs) is the person that irons the uh, seam down the front of their jeans. Have you seen that look? Jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Dark blue jeans with the seam ironed in. That sounds oh, like a uh, an old country everyone. song. Dark Does, blue doesn't jeans it? with the seam ironed in. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, look, don't. Listen, fashion hmm. tip. Yes. Here. 
don't iron your jeans. First of all, fashion don't put tip. a seam in them. I'll tell you what, don't here's a fashion tip, tip for you. Yeah. Stop giving fashion out fashion tips. tips. Why? Because I think that's a pretty fair one. You are. What's the word for like, a, you're, a, you're a... Lovely man. Lovely man, but you are also... A generous uh, man. Stop it. You know, when you're a, when you sit on the couch and you don't lift a finger... Expert. But you... Yeah, like, but you're a... Yeah, what's I'm the a, word? a hater? Uh, you know, where you don't actually... So... You. Hang on, you just accuse me of sitting on the couch and not lifting a finger. <laughs> well, I've got all those Playboys to read. Stuart, really? What? What's You've got to stop it. With what? Playboy? You've got to stop like making out that you are like this redneck hick who sits at home with down, a gun down, on his shoulder. With my seam in my pants. With your seam in your pants. <laughs> oh, seam in my pants. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, I've what were we talking about before we... I've gun. No, I know, but it's that Cole kind of... Rain. Coleraine Op Shop. Yes. You're saying, oh, I was a fat person, lazy, do nothing, sing on the what couch. What is the expression I'm trying to think of? This happens to me quite often on this Buddha. podcast. I completely forget a phrase. Um, uh, armchair critic. Armchair critic. Yeah, you're that. But for, <laughs> for, but for fashion. Um, so you sit back. Yeah. You don't get active. You yeah. don't actually uh, get involved in the fashion world or indeed change your outfit, which is the same every day. It's lovely. I do like it's it. It's not actually the same. Pretty much it the same. It has a certain theme. I'll a grant certain it. theme. I used to have long pants on today. If you notice, I'm wearing shorts. Huge Zing. development. Yeah. Oh, my God. Different coloured check shirt yesterday. Whoa. Different coloured undershirt yesterday. Whoa. And I'll have you know, a different pair of boxes. <laughs> Now, Lauren. Yes. If you're coming out as a seam in the pant defender, sorry, seam in the jean. Do you know what I am? A good slack Once with, a, again. with a sharp uh, seam. It's not a seam anyway. What is the word I'm looking for? It's not seam. Do you know what? What? I'm not defending these things. Well, yeah. I am defending, defending people's right. I am defending people's right to wear whatever they like to express their personality slash be comfortable in the world. Why does everybody judge everybody for how they look and what they wear? That's <laughs> another nerve, have we? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I uh, quite like your style. We also got some. You've got your own style. Oh, uh, no! Don't start on me. I'm I not do not want an analysis. I'm not, of... anal- I'm not analyzing. I'm complimenting. Uh-huh. Um, we did get some more. Uh, we did. Very interesting tip, actually. Well, yes, facts. It comes from our uh, Central Victorian correspondent. Yes. And good morning to you, Nicole. And she uh, congratulates us on our 100th podcast. Thank Legend. You. Thank you. And also lets us know that her six year old daughter tried to leave a voicemail telling us a traditional story of the Chinese New Year, but then the, the timed out. Oh. So, lesson oh. to be learnt there. Tell your stories quicker, kid. Now, <laughs> but. Part two of the email, yes, right from Central Victoria, said she's discovered where those white wispy floating fairies come from. You know, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Those things where remember you used to catch them and you pull the key and... out of them. What? They you you catch, catch them. them and make a wish. Yeah, but that had to have the key in the middle. You're kidding. No, there's a key. There's a little black black key that goes through the center of them. If that if you got that one, they're the ones you can make a wish on. No, that is way too elaborate. By the time I was a child, it was just like, grab one, make a wish, chuck it over your shoulder. You know, uh, now this is true with the keys because I used to spend many summers uh, in the aqueduct catching butterflies. Aww. And uh, we would butterfly catch all day, like with uh, ice cream containers. We'd go because we couldn't afford the uh, gotcha 
which was the rich kids version of the ice cream container. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, but we would leap like two meters in the air after these butterflies and catch. I don't know what we did. we didn't kill them. We didn't, we weren't pulling off um, their wings or anything. We actually thought they were beautiful. Yeah. And there were times, but anyway, in amongst the butterfly catching, yeah, um, we'd catch those little fairies. Yeah. But they needed to have a key in them. So there you go. That is anyway, the first time I've ever heard that. Wow. Anyway, well, you yeah. discover where they come from, right? Yeah. So they're those things that fly slowly through the air and seem to come from nowhere. Yeah. Well, you know what they are, Lauren? What? According to Nicole, yeah. our Central Victorian Bureau Chief, yeah. they're artichoke thistles. What? Yeah, she pulled out a massive artichoke plant and she wants to know how to cook artichokes. We can talk about that another time. Um, and she put their big purple heads around the house in vases. Um, when they lit the lantern fire, uh, it started... The artichoke above the fireplace started hmm. letting off the thistles everywhere. So there you go. I so didn't know that. that. They're all over the lounge room. Heat must release them. The other heads in cooler rooms have not released any thistles. Hang on. So that mean that means that there are artichoke plants just everywhere. Well, no. It means they're quite light and they probably get picked up. Like if if you yeah. imagine uh, an artichoke farm, or they're I an don't excellent know. means of distribution of their own. Seed. The wind. Well, that could be what it yeah. is. That could be the key. That could be the seed. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you do learn something. This is an educational podcast. That was a really good – that, both of those were really good advice from – and sort of, you know, groundwork from our bureau chiefs. Bureau chiefs have been working really hard. We haven't gotten to a lot of our correspondence, but uh, we will get stuff – hang on. Oh. Oh, well, let me just tell you this one. Lisa. Yeah. uh, Who emailed us as well. Says collards are the new superfood. Lisa or Liza? Oh, I say Lisa could be Liza. Right, yeah. Hubby just got back from New York. Also, Hubby, mm. I like to call him mere male, lived in Bandura. <sighs> yeah. And remembers the milk being delivered, but not by horse and cart. And he's 38. Okay. So we're only about two years apart. Right. Um, I'm also being told to believe in science. But uh, What do you mean? Lisa's Don't you our... believe in science? Of course I do. I Lisa's, Lisa or Liza is our Geelong bureau chief, including right. Invalee. But so... Okay. Uh, Grew up in the same area as I did and can remember the milk being delivered. What did she say? Collards? Yeah, I've got... What are they? Uh, oh, you were asking <laughs> this the other day. I thought they were a potato dish, but I might be wrong because it's what... You've got the famous band here in Melbourne, Collards Green and Gravy. It's a, it's it's soul food, isn't it? It's like traditional um, cooking from the south. But okay. I don't exactly know what they are. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like... Uh, I've got a picture of them. They're kind of like a mixture between kale and like... Chard. <laughs> well, they'd be the greens, wouldn't they? Who knows? But uh, collard greens. Oh, I see. See, collard. Yeah. So that's what I always thought collard and greens were separate, but they're collard greens. Right. Okay. Yeah. So this yeah. has been one hell of an oh educational Oh, my God. We've ride. learned so much today. <laughs> Thank you to our smarter bureau chiefs. You are uh, <laughs> the glue that holds this podcast together. In fact, yes, that is true. Um, all right. Excellent. So we know some things. And we know that uh, apples are really good once you leave them for a day to ferment. Mm-hmm. And that's about all we've learned today, but it's pretty good, really. And smoking's bad for you. And smoking's the worst. And don't iron a seam into the front of your jeans. And do what you want to do, be who you want to be, yeah. Oh. Okay, if you want to find us online, we're on Facebook. And we're also on Twitter and we are on... Uh, P.O. Box, P.O. 1436 Box. Fitzroy North 3068. Hey, we haven't done the goodbye thing. Should we do that? Yes. Okay, all right. Hang on a sec. 
Stupid. Now, you know why we did that, don't you, Stu? Just so we could hear the theme. We were on the way out. We're, we're, on the we're w- not going out without playing no, that theme twice. we got to go. Hmm. Uh, we got to go with that sending us hey, out. Well, we got the heater who actually produced all those for us. It is yeah. our video correspondent. We haven't had any of our guests in for a I while. Know, we and uh We've been flat stick. That's right. So don't despair, ladies and gents. If you yeah. do like our semi-regular um, correspondent, yeah. we're teaming up times with them now to uh, lock them in so they can come for their odd visits here and there. Yeah. And uh, we'll have our guest back in. So hopefully uh, Ivan spoke to Kaz, you, you speak to Kaz, but Hita will be back. I spoke to Hita. Yeah. So we'll have some more within the clamshell. Yeah, we will. Uh, maybe we can wheel John Clark back if he's not too busy. Yeah. Mel and, Campbell. Uh, Mel Campbell, would love to hear from her. You know what, the other day I had... I haven't uh, seen Leapster for a while. Leapster, I spoke to Leapster. Yeah. And he's up for it. Excellent. He's got a segment idea. And I had um, keys, wallet and phone in my head the other day. I constantly get that. I yeah. check, I do. That is a... The thing that goes off in my head when I show up. We should the door. play that uh, really soon at the end of the show again. Okay, sounds good. Uh, <laughs> hey, Stu Farrell. What? See you tomorrow. No, Saturday tomorrow. Oh, I'm not even coming in. Oh, yeah. I, I got tricked by the short week. See you Monday. And guess what? We're going to have a sponsor. Yeah, we are. All right. Thanks, everybody. Okay, bye bye. Hey.